1: Welcome to Wealth Matters Podcast. I am going to talk to Miss Portia Wood today. She is a generational wealth planning attorney. She's based out of Los Angeles, so she's like a neighbor for me. <laughs> she leads Wood Legal Group, LLP, an African-American woman-owned and operated law, law firm specializing in estate planning An elder law that she runs with her mother and law partner Robin Wood. So, welcome, Portia. Oh, thank
0: you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely, and we want to talk about estate planning today. Uh, We have, I I have, as I mentioned, I have my estate planning in order, but and I keep telling my friends and a lot of relatives that you got to have this in place. So, I'm glad that you are here, and we'll peel the onion and, and figure out why it's necessary. But before we get started, tell us something interesting or funny about yourself.
0: <laughs> uh, well, you wouldn't know it now, but I am still a three time women's singles tennis champion for the city of Baltimore. And uh, no, no, way. no one has ever broken my record, at least not yet. So,
1: no uh, way. I'm,
0: I'm a record holder tennis player. Oh,
1: wow. So, I. Uh... I don't want to take this uh, discussion to another <laughs> direction, but I love tennis. Absolutely. Oh, really? So yeah. I, I watched Serena play. I watched Winners play uh, at US Open. I watched uh, oh, wow. for three years. So I used to live in New Jersey. So I would go every year, uh, those three years and watch. Oh, that's amazing. So I, I watched that final between, or not final, the quarterfinal between Pete Sampras and Andre Agassi wow yeah so that was huge Um, (laughs) yeah it was amazing and nadal i saw him when he was 16 years old and i he was playing in those you know small courts so you can just hang out next to him so it was funny (laughs) it was like his first tournament
0: (laughs) (laughs) you've really truly seen his evolution then oh
1: crazy yeah (laughs) he was at that time as well he was running like crazy so Mm -hmm. and i can't believe he just won Twenty second Grand Slam, just unbelievable. So and, and incredible. And same thing with Serena. It's it's crazy. Twenty three. <laughs> Definitely
0: not on their level, like I said. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but it's amazing. So, so yeah. Now let's talk about something even more important. What is estate planning?
0: Estate planning is really the orderly distribution of everything that you've worked for. Right. It's it's how do you plan for the people that you love that are left behind to make sure that they're cared for, and how you plan for yourself. If you were to get sick or uh, injured in any way, how do you make sure that your family and you are cared for in the way that you want? Most people automatically think that certain things happen. and It's just not true. Your estate plan is a legal plan that individuals put into place to make sure that their wishes and their are honored and that their family is protected.
1: So why, uh, and again, uh, this question also a lot of my friends ask because I'm an immigrant, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of them are like, oh yeah, back home, you don't need any of this. Right everything's done, you know, uh, there is no probate. Why do we need this thing? Why have we made this legal system so complicated in the U.S.?
0: <laughs> well, uh, I don't know why we've made it so complicated, but our, our, our system, we really inherited from, from the British, right? Uh, and see. it used to be that, you know, only the first male heir could inherit. And as our laws have evolved over time with judicial opinions and uh, law changes through Congress, we have now started to see you know women having equal rights and all children. Right. And so people really do need to put down on paper their wishes. Otherwise, the court has to sort through all of that as to who is the rightful heir at this time. In other systems, like I said, you know, it might just be the firstborn son or, or the first right. living son at that point. Uh, and that's a fairly easy thing to identify. You say, Oh, there he is, and right. you get everything. Well. When you have five kids and you've got one home and you've got some debts and creditors and all of these other things somebody somebody has to wade through that and that's going to be the probate system of each state to make sure that the property is going to the right people and that you know nobody's sort of been stiffed of um, on the debt side as well
1: oh no, uh, thank you for explaining that so. What are the like three or maybe four? I'm not sure, because uh, I, I want I want to hear from you yeah. essential items that people need to include in an estate plan,
0: yeah, so there really are three key things that everybody over the age of eighteen needs to have. And the first is going to be, you know a property power of attorney, or okay. in some states, it's called the durable power of attorney durable or, power you know, of
1: attorney yes. or a
0: uniform statutory, right? It just depends on where you're located. But in essence, it's a document that allows for someone else to legally step up and handle your property and financial affairs if you can't do it. And like, what does that mean? So car accident, if you're in the hospital for some temporary amount of time, who's allowed to pay your bills? Who's allowed to access your bank account? (sighs) Who can call social security on your behalf or your insurance company? If you don't have a legal representative that you've picked, then your family may have to go through what's called a conservatorship or a guardianship proceeding mm. to get authority from a judge to be able to do those things. Many times people say, Oh, well, my spouse will do it, or my parents will do right. it. But that's just not the case. If you're over the age of 18, just because you said I do, does not mean that they automatically get access uh, to you. Not even spouse. Not, not even, even spouse. spouse. Wow. So if you and your spouse are married, that, and you share a joint bank account, then obviously as a joint owner, right. they can then access can. that account. But if they're not a joint owner, let's say you uh, have a separate account that you, or you keep your finances separate in some way, they don't get access to an account you didn't give them access to when you had the ability.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, so that's going to be number one.
1: Okay. Number
0: two is going to be your medical directives. Yes. Who gets to make your medical decisions? Decisions. Yeah. And it's the same concept, right? If we do not pick someone by executing these directives, then we have to go to a court and ask the court for permission to be able to make right. long-term medical decisions for our, for our loved ones. And
1: this one is the toughest one to decide, right? Because whenever it's we hard. talk about the medical directive, I'm like, okay, I'm young, right? But that's when you got to figure it out.
0: And so, it evolves. <laughs> yes. it, it doesn't stay the same. As you get older, as your life changes, as, as your health changes, your wishes may change on these directives. That's why you have to keep them updated. Right. But these first two things that we've just talked about, the property powers of attorney and the healthcare directives, have nothing to do with how much money someone has. Right. And has everything to do with being a legal adult in this country, so over the age of 18. I see. Okay, the third piece, uh, and this is the one everyone thinks is estate planning, is all estate planning is, but that's going to be your distribution plan. What happens after you're gone? And this is where we see variety. This is where it matters if you have a trillion dollars or two dollars, right? There's going to be a different estate plan for you based on that. This is where it matters what your family structure is. Are you married? Do you have kids? Are your kids minors or adults? Or Mm. do you have a special needs beneficiary? Someone who maybe can't care for themselves and is gonna need guardianship for the rest of their lives. Do you own a home? Do you have property? Do you own multiple homes? That's what's gonna tweak and tailor your distribution plan. Is gonna be your asset levels, your family structures, and then finally your goals. Whatever it is that you're trying to achieve with your estate is gonna play into what, you, what your estate plan looks like or what your distribution plan looks like. But everybody over the age of 18 needs those three.
1: Interesting. So what about the will? Where does will uh, stand in the, out of these three documents as well as we talk about living trust, right? The mm-hmm. uh, revocable living trust, where does it stand? Or do all of this encompass uh, the trust?
0: So that's a great question, because people <laughs> often ask me, what is the difference? Yes, <laughs> uh, a will and a trust are part of your distribution. Plan. OK, so if you have a will alone, that means you likely don't have minor kids. You, you, your estate is very uncomplicated. You don't ha- own a home. And in California, your estate is lower than one hundred and sixty six thousand dollars gross. Right, everything Uh, you own, regardless of how much debt. If it's lower than that and you have a will, you can do a small estate affidavit um, and use the will for that. And it's not gonna be a full-blown probate, right? It'll be an expedited probate. So maybe that's sufficient if you really don't have anything and no complicated family structure. But for most people, it's going to be a living trust. And the living trust has different components that you can add in or take away. Um, But you'll have your trust. You'll also have a will, which most people don't realize. You'll have a trust and a will.
1: will. Your
0: will is going to be a pour over document, or at least it should be. It should be a document that says, if I've left anything outside of this trust, I didn't mean it. That was, (laughs) I I didn't intend to do that. I, I really wanted everything to go by way of my trust. It's a safety net to be able to catch any assets that maybe weren't properly funded, but you don't want to have to use it right, so ah, that you have that in place as well, so those so are just in case, it's just in case, hopefully, okay. if, if, <laughs> if <laughs> it's also a will is also where you name guardianship, so if you have minor children, oh, it's yes. where you elect who would take care of them in the event their parents are gone or they became orphaned,
1: so uh, two, two great points, um, and I'm gonna try to, uh, um, you know, figure that those out with you, one is, can you explain what is probate? Because a lot of people hear about it, but they don't <laughs> understand.
0: Yeah, probate is, is the court process here in California, where by which they transfer property, essentially. Okay. Um, so if you were to die, well, there's two types of probate. There's a living probate and a death probate. Most people mm, don't think about I it didn't that know. way. <laughs> Yeah. So your living probate is going to be your conservatorship or your guardianship Mm, proceeding. So it's when you are incapacitated and somebody now needs to be appointed. If you don't have your own documents in place, right? right? Someone would have to be appointed um, to take care of you. And that's, that's the living probate element. And then the death probate is either if you have a will and, or you have no estate plan at all, Uh, then the judge would have to certify Who your beneficiaries are. Got it. What they'll say is they'll either look at the will and they'll certify that it's valid. They'll make sure that all the debts are paid, that they know what the assets of the estate were. They'll give people an opportunity to challenge. And then the court will change title to whatever assets are there. Now, if there are debts and other things, there's a hierarchy to who gets paid out first.
1: Right. Yep.
0: Right. So there's, you know, the court's going to get paid out at the top, secured creditors are going to get paid after that the the lawyers and the personal representatives are going to get paid out after that then the unsecured creditors are going to be paid and the family gets whatever's left over if anything. Got it. It's a very expensive process. And yes. in California, <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> California, the you know the fees, or at least the attorney's fees and the personal representative fees are set by statute, which most um, people don't realize. And so a million dollar gross value estate, everything you own regardless of how much debt, um, is going to cost about $42,000 in wow. just attorney's fees and personal representative fees. And that's if nobody fights.
1: Right. If, <laughs> if there is no issue. If there are no issues, just yeah.
0: statutorily speaking, that's what you get. If yeah. there are issues, the attorneys get their extraordinary fees, which would be you know, their regular hourly rate on top of their statutory fees. And, and also, you know, they'll get the regular hourly rate if they have to deal with, with real estate. And selling real estate, and so when we think about the probate court and the probate process, it's really a way in which we change title to assets,
1: right? And, and now that you mentioned real estate, because I uh, invest a lot in real estate, that's mm-hmm. what I do. So a lot of time the broker will reach out to me, oh, this, you know, real estate is in probate and they want to sell soon, right? So, <laughs> so we may find <laughs> right a now. good deal. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and often people can. You can find a great unfortunately a great deal in probate. Yes. The yes. reason being is that people get stuck there. Yeah. In California, you know, an average probate can take two years or yeah, more. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's not just the money, it's the amount of time you're stuck with exactly. this. Right?
0: Exactly. But it's, it's also the money, because oftentimes yes. you have people who maybe don't necessarily have access to funds to be able right. to pay the mortgage. And Correct. if you don't have, <laughs> if you can't get access to the money to keep paying, then, yeah. you know, you're sort of between a rock and a hard place.
1: Correct. I agree. So yeah. uh, another question I have, many people think they are too young, right? Or don't have enough wealth to create a plan for their assets. Why are they mistaken? Especially some of my friends say, oh, I don't have an estate. Estate means I got to have at least 10 million, 12 million, $15 million. Then only I should look into this. So why are they mistaken?
0: That is, that is a very common misconception that we get from people all the time. Um, you are your estate, right? right? You as, as, a, as a person, your your physical being is your estate. Someone has to be able to care for you um again like we said the first two pieces that you need the property power of attorney and the healthcare document have absolutely nothing to do with how much money you have it's everything to do with who takes care of you and your autonomy and the the reason when that comes into play is the moment you turn 18. so you might not have two pennies to rub together but if you're 18 years old you need to have designated what happens if you get sick or what happens if you're in a car accident or what happens if you know we're still in this global health pandemic, what happens if you yes. wind up in the ICU? You know, to add insult to injury of having your family have to go through a court process, much like uh, Britney Spears' parents or family. Oh, I was, just, <laughs> going there. I was and, just going there. Right. You know, she had this very public mental <laughs> health Ooh, breakdown huge. years and years ago. And the court appointed her father. Yeah. And and if you think about the amount of power he has yes. over or had, excuse me, had over her life in terms of whether or not she could get married, right. what contract she would so be able to big. enter into. Um, and she's a public figure, right? Yes. There were international protests to try to free right. Britney from this conservatorship. Um, the average person isn't gonna get that. The average Correct. person is gonna be stuck in, in that conservatorship uh, probably for life. And so the question then becomes, <clears throat> don't we want to be the masters of our own destiny? Yeah. Don't we want to be the ones who will pick the people who would care for us when we can't care for ourselves? And that's an age thing that's all about being a legal adult in this society and has nothing to do with how much money you have. If you wait until you have $10 million to create your estate plan, what you have created and what you have been able to achieve and accomplish uh, can be wasted and completely squandered just by not planning for it or not thinking that it's enough.
1: Oh, thank you so much for enlightening us with that. And I, I, I started thinking about Britney Spears case, and then I started thinking more about Justin Hannah Hardin, right? The tennis player from Belgium. Yeah. Her dad had access to all her money, and then um, he ended up doing fraud. He lost all her money, right? So, um, uh, pretty much same same thing. Uh, and you mentioned about pandemic, so people often put off thinking about reels, advance directives, and other estate plans, right? Has the pandemic changed this?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: you know, I think oftentimes people thought you had to be old to right. do an estate plan. They were like, I'm too young for this. I'm not going to die. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've, I've got years And and really, Growing old is a luxury that is not afforded to most people, right? Um, it's great if you can get there, but that's, that's not coming for most of us. Many of us will pass away long before old age. And the pandemic made that real for people and mm, yes. put it right in their face that I could walk outside and get this unknown virus right. and, and never come home again. And what happens to my minor kids if that happens, what happens to you know, my spouse, what happens to my home? What happens if I'm in a blended family? Uh, you know, Where do my kids go or how do I make sure that they don't get unintentionally disinherited? So the thought and the prospect of real illness or death uh, sort of on people's doorsteps really made them start thinking about what would be their backup plan for, for if these things were to come to pass. Uh, so that, that really heightened estate planning I think for most people. Yeah.
1: Oh, that that totally makes sense. So one more question. And if you don't mind me asking, how can historically marginalized families <laughs> close the gap with generational wealth planning? What can they Woo, do? That's such a loaded <laughs> question. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: well, you know, one of the things that we, we know is that you know, there was a study that was done in 2017 that said um, African American families, the median net worth for African American families would set to hit zero. They found mm. that it would take another 20 years for Hispanic families to hit that same result, 2073. But that wow. was that's very fast track sort yes. of numbers, right? Um, Another study that was done in 2017 found that only 13% of college-educated African-Americans were getting $10,000 or more to the next generation. There's a mm. huge economic loss at the generation yes. transfer, uh, much of that because of lack of knowledge. More than uh, 70% of African-Americans have no estate planning at all. Right. So we're losing it through this court <sighs> process called probate by not having plans for what happens with everything that we're building. We're losing and each generation has to start over from scratch mm. or from a negative. What what was found is that you know we have more money right now in the in the black community specifically than yeah. ever before in the history of this I country. Agree. We have a tr- over a trillion dollars in spending power. Okay. And so there is a real opportunity to to pass life-changing and sustaining wealth but not if we don't protect it. And this silver tsunami that's coming, right, yes. that everybody keeps talking about the great yep. wealth transfer yep. in this it's, country. It's coming soon. <laughs> it's, but it's here in the Black
1: <laughs> Yes. Oh, the, really, The okay. part that
0: people don't realize is that this pandemic has severely accelerated that timeline. That's One in 555 African-Americans died in 2020 as a result of COVID-19. Oh and just between June of 2020 and April of 2021, um, more than 146,000 children were orphaned in the United States, Yes, 65% of them in minority communities.
1: Mm. So when
0: we're talking about this great wealth transfer and, and this road to zero wealth, um, it, it's not sometime in the future nope. now. Yeah. It's, it's right now and it's happening today. And it's we've got to get the word out <laughs> because once you've lost it, you can't get it back. And annually in this country, $2 billion is lost in a probate process. That's wow. no longer with people's families.
1: Wow. Oh, that, that's crazy. I just started thinking about all those numbers. That's unbelievable. I know.
0: It's a lot of numbers. Yes, <laughs> they, come, yeah. they come at you fast. But... Our, our
1: government loves numbers, right? They just Perfect. keep printing money. And, 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 and not only that, when you said that we are losing that money, that money is losing value, right, over time. Oh. So the... The $10,000 loss today would be way more valued in three, four years, because you could have invested, you could have used it for a lot of other purposes.
0: Well, the big loss is really the home ownership
1: loss, right? right? Yes, African-American that's, that's families true. own
0: about 43% of African-American families own their own home compared to about 75% of Caucasian families in this country. And you're in real estate, you know, yes, it, it's, yes. it's increasingly more difficult for um, a young millennial to be able to buy a home with skyri- skyrocketing prices, but also the inability to keep up. I mean, if people are making cash only offers and you know, seven and 10 day oh, closes and yes. no contingencies, someone who needs an FHA mortgage to be able to buy in a 30 30- to 45 day close is never going to be the too. offer that's going to be accepted. And so, when you already own the asset, you now have something you can leverage. You have right. something that you can mortgage against to try to get that down payment assistance, or, or you know what other communities yeah. and families have done for generations. Um, you know, our community has not really been able to to do it. Um, and so, if we keep losing them, we don't have the assets to leverage against to right. be able to build more wealth. And with inflation going up eight percent right 8.6 today right 8.6 today that's right um you know you can't keep up so this conversation is so important because estate planning is the foundation of everybody's financial home you can build whatever you want you can build a palace with golden toilets and golden elevators but if your foundation is on quicksand yeah then one movement, one shift, and that yeah. whole palace is going to fall. I don't care what yeah. you made it of. The foundation is where we start, and that's for any and everybody. And that right. foundation is really your estate plan.
1: Right. And it's important, you know, you can build, as you said, the palace, but if you don't have the plan to transfer it to your kids or their kids, then you, it's, it's of no use, right? you got yeah. to, that's how you build generational wealth.
0: Absolutely. And it doesn't have to be kids because I get this right. a lot. Single oh, people yes. always say to me, I don't have <laughs> yeah, kids. I, don't what I I'm like, to do, how about you know? your
1: parents? How about somebody? How you know, about your, your sister? Your grandchild, <laughs> yeah. right? Yes. Siblings, exactly. uh, cousins,
0: anybody who you care about and love. Yes. Because the people who are left behind are the ones who will have to go through that court yes. process, are the ones who will have to take their time away from work. Uh, to sit through the courts that may end up having to fight with other siblings or parents or, you know, and yeah. on and on and on. We can make this easy for people. Yeah,
1: no, I, right? I with agree. A
0: little bit of planning.
1: I, I totally agree. And I keep telling all my friends and even on the podcast that two things you need, definitely one is estate plan and second, a good life insurance. Absolutely. If you care about your, you know, loved ones, then you got to have these two things in order.
0: Uh, without a doubt, life insurance is the <laughs> quickest and easiest way to infuse cash into an estate and make sure that there is liquidity, right? Yes, Something to be able exactly. to do. Exactly. Well, have you read that book, uh, What Would the Rockefellers Do? I'm sure. Yes, I'm yes, sure. Yeah. Right? You think about the, the importance. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. <laughs> you can perpetuate generational wealth just That's by exactly leveraging a trust in life insurance. Exactly. Yeah. So, but it's, it's not that hard, right? It is not. Building hard. wealth is not that hard. It just takes a little bit of, of planning.
1: Yep. So, last question before we take a break, right? After all this discussion, what is one thing you wish every family would take action on today to protect their family wealth?
0: The hmm. first thing that I would say is get educated. You cannot know what you're up against and what perils face your family if you just don't know what's out there. Understand the process. Um, And if I may, at our firm, we have a a free resource library for people on our website. You can access it, learn about trust, learn about wills, learn about these different documents and processes that we've talked about, learn about probate, right? And and what that process is so that you have an understanding of what will happen in your family. We've gotta take our heads out of the sand and, and and really take action.
1: That's awesome. Let's take a quick break. And after the break, we'll go through the same questions I ask every guest.
0: You're listening to the Wealth Matters Podcast. The Wealth
1: Matters Podcast.
0: For more info about what we do, check us out at wealthmatters.com. It's wealth, W E A L T H, matters, M A T R S.com.
1: Welcome back to Wealth Matters Podcast. Portia Wood. Shared a lot of golden nuggets about estate planning, and I wholeheartedly agree with her. So I'll definitely recommend. Again, uh, if you did not understand something, go check out the library on her website as well, because that would give you a pretty good idea. Uh, so thank you, Portia, for offering us that. Are you ready for fire round? Let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah. Would you be changing any business or investment strategy after this pandemic is over? And I am hoping it's over.
0: <laughs> I'm hoping it's over too, although the numbers keep rising. Yes. Uh, you know, we were a hybrid office beforehand and now we've gone full virtual. I think I'm going to keep the full virtual um, practice. It's better for our clients and, and quite frankly, it's better for us. So nice. it makes it easier for us to serve people. Because um, we serve people in California, Maryland, DC, and Virginia, Oh. Okay. and so you know it just it's a, it's a lot easier. So the yeah. pandemic shifted that in my office, and I think that that will be uh, where we stay.
1: Awesome. Favorite real estate or finance or any other related book?
0: <laughs> uh, well, I mentioned what would the Rockefellers do, which I think is a great book. Um, I really like The Color of Law,
1: color uh, of
0: law. and it's. You know, it's a forgotten history of how our governments have segregated America, and it's important to understand the history of the laws to help explain sort of how we got here. How did Mm. we get to this huge racial wealth gap? How did we get to the haves and the have-nots? And how has the law uh, been uh, a part of that? And Mm, it's something that we don't really think about. Right? We tend to think, oh, the law is what it is, but with these great debates that are happening in our country presently, right, the second amendment, yes. debate, um, the, the privacy and Roe v. Wade and all of these big debates that are sort of monumental in what our country is gonna look like going forward, it's important to remember where we've been and why. So I, I really do like that book. I think it, it's, it's helpful for people.
1: That's great. I'm gonna check it out. Any tool or website you recommend or you cannot live without?
0: <laughs> Does TikTok count? No.
1: <laughs> Insta. <laughs> Insta. Uh,
0: I, I have grown quite fond of TikTok. Um, but, you know, I do a lot of sort of reading about cryptocurrencies. I'm a big fan of cryptos and NFTs. Um, so I, I would say there's not just one. I, I do a lot of exploration there. I do think that there is a, 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 our future there. And it's an interesting yes. conversation, particularly around estate planning. And so, you know, I've been really diving into that recently, which has been
1: fun. Uh, No, that's great. You are preaching to the choir here. So, (laughs) so we, I have been a crypto investor since 2015. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started our Bitcoin mining funds last year and over four funds. Yeah, we have raised $50 million.
0: That's incredible. Yeah, I love. I would love to hear more about that.
1: Yes, we have about ten thousand machines mining Bitcoin right now.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. I've been a, a crypto investor since about 2016. Nice, so. nice. Uh,
1: about same time. Da- da-
0: dabbling in it a, yeah. l- a little bit. You know, nothing, nothing too crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's it's good. I I recommend everyone, and not that it's it's my finan- any kind of financial advice, but mm-hmm. at least start with one percent of your portfolio. Right. It's, mm-hmm. it's very little which you can lose and you won't lose sleep over it. And, right. and then just watch what happens.
0: Don't mortgage your house. Yeah, exactly. Don't mortgage your yeah. house and, and put it into crypto. That nope. would be a bad no. idea. But it does seem like everything's on sale a little bit right now. Yes, so we've yeah, been, it, we've it will been be a for crypt- some time. Yeah, a crypto winter, but it, yeah. it, it, it only continues to rise and always has yeah. if you look at yeah. the historical exactly. sense, So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any advice for beginner investors?
0: <laughs> 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 Don't get scared. do do not let the current market uh uh bloodbath discourage you um particularly when we're in a down market it's a great time to put a little bit in there because you're buying things on sale particularly things um that you you like right look at the google split and the fact that it's now far more affordable for people so yes um, just get started just get started no more waiting The longer you wait, the more it's costing you and money. So just get started.
1: I agree. How do you give back?
0: Oh, in which way? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So through my office and through the work that we do, and particularly around closing the racial wealth gap, um, we give away some free estate plans around Juneteenth, which is coming up. So we've got our our raffle um, sort of going out and launching in a couple of days for people to be able to uh, apply to be picked for a, a free estate plan. So we do about four every every year. Um, and then I do a lot of education. So I go around and I talk to schools and, and organizations about the importance of estate planning to make sure that this message is getting out there. Um, and then people can, can hear it and understand what they're up against. Because the first thing is understanding. Yes. And many people, particularly in the African-American community don't have that understanding because we used to be the property that was passed in these estate plans long ago, right? And so it was not a system that was really built for us or meant for us to take advantage of, but we have to at this point. It's a state of emergency. We've got about 10 years to really shift this tide. So that's, that's a lot of how I spend my time giving back right now is trying to make sure that people are educated.
1: Oh, well, that's awesome. How can my listeners reach out to you?
0: Yeah, I Wood Legal Group across almost all platforms. Uh, WoodLegalGroup dot for our website. The free resource library is there. You can click on the dropdown. Wood Legal Group on Instagram, and then Black Trust Fund Kids on TikTok.
1: Awesome! Thank you so much, Porsche. I had a lot of fun.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been great.
1: Absolutely.
0: Thanks for listening to the Wealth Matters podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five star rating on iTunes so others can enjoy the show too have a great week and happy investing